Happy New Year. Welcome back to another week of Best Week Ever, where we discuss who's having the worst and best week ever in pop culture. Guys, I'm super excited. I found you, Jeff Epstein. That is my guest for today, by the way, through Dara from Le Do You Remember This? And automatically after hearing you on that podcast, I was like, this is a guy that I'm going to get along with and I need to bond that friendship over my podcast best week ever. So welcome Jeff Epstein to my podcast. How are you today? Thank you so much. I love Dara and I love the do, Lay Do You Remember? And I am, I, I, as I told you before I started recording, I don't know. <laughs> and I will say it is very interesting you're having me this week because all that Jeffrey Epstein stuff is coming out. So I know I just saw that. So before um, we get into like the whole who's having the worst and best week ever, can you let my listeners know a little bit about yourself if you have anything to plug in at all? Oh, my God. So much. I mean, <laughs> well, I've lived I've lived a wild life and I feel like people say, I feel like people use that term very loosely and I'm like no, no no trust me um I used to be a real a real menace but um no right now I just host um manic on patreon exclusively and um that's really all I have to plug but yeah my name is my real name is Jeffrey Epstein sadly it was never an issue before a few years ago and now here we are and um just when I think it's gonna die down here we are again. It came back to you, baby. Um, first of all, I just saw like a quick little pop up that came on my phone about Jeffrey Epstein's coming out with the all early two thousand celeb name list. I haven't really seen it yet. Have you been able to actually see that or? No, and to be honest with you, I don't look or click anything about him. I don't give a shit, and I'm also just like, I'm not supporting this. I'm not like, I want this to die. Like, I, I, I don't. I want no part of this. I am here for the clickbait, where you know they basically name off certain stars and leave off others. But yeah, I am same with you, where I'm just like, it's been so long. I don't want to open that wound again. Yeah, and just for the sake of like getting my name back. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's all ridiculous. I actually, this is so crazy. I just on um, like hinge the dating app. Some guy that matched with me was named Ghislaine. No. Um, I know, no, it's actually insane. And I don't really want to like go on a date with him, but I'm almost like, do I have to? <laughs> I was like, do I accept this? Just go on a date to be like, this would be so fucking wild. Or if- just be friends. Can you imagine if you guys were just like weird story long story short <laughs> how we met <laughs> yeah i was just like what i'm like first of all i don't i thought it was just like a woman's name but um yeah was just, there's like this french guy that matched matched me named galen that's actually pretty hot i like that for you yeah so you know <laughs> you never know but yes i'm super excited to have you on here and we are going to have our hot takes on the new year 2024 who do you have this week for your worst week ever honorable mention okay so i was trying to go through and first i was like i was like just picking one for me was tough um so pardon me i wanted you to you to go first because i don't know if this is my worst the the worst or the runner-up you go first and then i'll tell then i'm going to choose if my selection is for runner-up or the worst so if you have more than one go for it because i actually have two worst week ever honorable mentions my first one that I'm handing out pop tart bowl. I don't even <laughs> the pop tart being eaten, and honestly, I want to say it's the worst week ever for that pop tart because 
Apparently this week during the break, college football, North Carolina State and Kansas Kansas State, uh, the game was in Orlando, Florida, and Kansas has won, and they got to eat the first ever edible mascot. And I hope kids weren't traumatized by watching this, but I personally could not. The minute one of the, the star players of the Kansas State um, once that pop tart came out of the oven and they started taking out first of all there's one winky little wonky eye on the pop tart I will put this on the show link so you guys can see this but they take one bite and then I guess the football player just starts throwing like it's cake to the crowd and I'm just like this poor pop tart because he came out right out of the pop tart toaster and then went down and then I guess this edible pop tart came down and the whole entire winning Kansas State got to eat that pop tart but if I were a kid watching that I would be pretty like what is going on it was a Rick and Morty moment have you seen it at all (laughs) no I truly I was like I had no idea what you were talking about (laughs) um but I love a pop tart so Exactly. If you love Pop-Tarts and you're a kid, please do not watch this at all. But my second honorable mention for this worst week ever, I had to give it to the Maestro movie with um, Bradley Cooper. I've been knowing that this movie is going to be a flop, but after seeing transcripts and so many clips of just Bradley Cooper with the prosthetic nose of him playing this character, it's not looking oscar worthy nominated that everyone thought it would be but i don't know what are your thoughts in maestro and if have you seen any clips or have you seen the movie or the trailer at all i have not but i've seen bradley cooper's prosthetic look at it (laughs) and it's difficult it's so sad it's a sad like they did not have to do that yeah i i struggle with like prosthetics in any movie um and also like and this is gonna i guess it's like part of what movies are but like i don't want to see any attractive person get ugly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just like not nice it's like I, it doesn't look good to my eyes so um yeah i don't want to see i mean people. where were you when you saw Charlize theron i was literally just gonna say she's the exception i was literally <laughs> just going to say that is the only exception i can't uh, so i still to this day have not seen that movie in it's full i've always seen clips if it's in the background i've like for some reason i just don't want to see Charlize in that version in that way i mean like glad that she won an award for it but yeah no I mean I get it that's what I mean I usually don't want to for whatever reason for me that's the exception I was literally just telling your friend and run I was like yeah I was like I rewatched it fairly I rewatch it kind of fairly often and they were like that is not a movie that you rewatch and I was like well I do I'm sorry I am a kid that grew up in the 2000s like give me a Rachel Lee cook that they're ugly by wearing glasses you know what I mean or having that is very true yeah no she looked foul but um there's a meme actually that was made out of that which is like her as monster and then her as like regular Charlize, and it's like um me like twice a year versus me every day and we always send it to my sister because it is literally her like she's actually my sister's gorgeous but she'll just like not care and like just be a slob and she's like come on now whatever and um yeah it's just we send that meme all the time I love that. I love that. So please tell me who is your worst week ever honorable mentions this week? Okay. So yeah, I only had two worst week ever's like overall. And I thought it was just kind of like celebrities in, you know, pop culture in general. So I was like, it didn't seem terrible. 
Um, well, one to one. So my runner up, this is going to sound so random now. Um, Black China got her breast implants reduced, but she had surgery complications. And I don't know why I'm laughing. So I saw a clip, like, did one of them just like implode or something? And she had to go into surgery to take them out. Cause I know that she's been going through surgeries a lot, like taking her fillers out and like just looking more natural. No, she, yeah, she just wanted to take them out. Like nothing happened, but she's trying to, yeah, natural herself. Um, and it was just like this, like, I don't really know what happened, but like apparently there was just like surgery complications and it was like super, super, super painful. And there were like other health complications. Um, and ho- but hopefully they look okay. <laughs> That's I the biggest so too. She's been like a really great, like spiritualistic journey right now of just like, you know, not being so angry anymore and stepping away from like her mom as well. Like, I don't know. I'm like a huge, like comeback for black China to come back. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna listen. I'm always <laughs> happy for anybody to like be on their wellness journey and get together. I don't know how I feel about it all with her. And I don't know, you know, is it gonna last? I don't know. Um, we shall see. Yeah. Who's your second honorable mention this week? Well, I guess mine wouldn't be the honorable mention. It would just be like the one that had the worst week. Oh, okay. So I will announce my worst week ever runner up, which I have to give it to Rachel Lindsay. Um, I don't know if you watched oh, The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Yeah. I don't, but I saw it in the news. Yeah. How upsetting. So I actually saw the season that she was um, with Nick Vial when he was The Bachelor. And I remember watching her go home and totally resonating with her. So I was like a Rachel Lindsay fan, like from the get up. And her seeing her bachelorette and then her being with Brian, who is Colombian and his family is from Miami, Florida. Like, I thought they were great together. But this past year, guys, I have to be honest with you, listening to Higher Learning has been giving little hints here and there about Rachel and Brian with their relationship just like you see the distance kind of there when she talks about like, you know, their dynamic and what they were going through with their big move because they used to live in Florida where his family's from. They moved to L.A., bought this house together, and now they are going through a divorce. It is honestly a huge start for 2024. But the worst part of it all is that Brian is asking for spousal support. Did you see this at all? I saw it because I don't watch the, the bachelor is kind of like, Oh, I see the article move along. Um, but yeah, that's how when I was like, Oh, I know who that is. And I feel like out of all the bachelor people, she's one of the more famous ones. Cause I've seen her name in the headlines a fair amount. Yeah. She was the first black woman to be a bachelorette for the franchise. And they got married, I guess. Yeah. Four years ago. And the fact that she, I've noticed that she works a lot, like always, you know, sponsoring something on her social media, being on several podcasts. Like she not only is a co-host on Higher Learning, but I think she's like a co-host on two other podcasts. And um, also she works for Entertainment News, like E, not E, um, Extra. Oh, okay. There's like E.T., Extra, and E. I'm like, guys, just fucking merge. What is all this crap? Yes. Yeah, I know. I was actually talking about Inside Edition with my husband the other night. And I was like, do you remember Inside Edition when it would be just like the news when it came to like frivolous celeb culture? <laughs> like, 
or just like um just like uh you know dumb factual news that we would get i was always like an e-news person and then in the other room my mom would have on um extra yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and i was like i'm gonna watch e-news when it was like Juliana Rancic, but at, even back then she was like Juliana Depandi. I mean, we're going like, yes. I remember before she got me, I, yeah, I loved her um, when she was like in Fashion Police and everything. Oh, yeah. I didn't. But, you know, <laughs> again, I just remember from back in the day, E News. Um, but yes, that is my worst week ever runner up, Rachel Lindsay, because you hate to see a bachelorette couple fail, you know, and those, out of all of them, I feel like them two were the ones that I was rooting for, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just divorce in general. Actually, I was just like at CrossFit and somebody was like, I had like brought up something kind of like just not related to that. And I was like kind of pressing on something. And he was like, well, honestly, the reason is because me and my wife are like separating. And I was like, oh, fuck. Sorry. I was like, sorry, I was asking. Sorry. Um, yeah, you know, divorce isn't great for anybody. And they only married for two years. I know I'm always stuck in the middle where I'm like, I say congratulations, but sometimes yeah, I'm always like, well, I hope it works out. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like congratulations, but lately when I do, when I have been in that situation, it's never been like a great response when I do say that. So I'm like, is this the way that we should be going? I've heard that you're supposed to say congratulations, but I'm not getting that warm response, but. Yeah, I think no matter what we just say that now, actually, let's just go with that. Because then also, even if it isn't like that and the person's feeling sad, you're instantly kind of like just indicating that that's how they should feel. So it might turn their mood around. So no matter what, if somebody's like, oh, we're getting a divorce, I'm going to say, you know, what? congratulations. Everyone that's <laughs> listening, start doing it. Please. Yes, it's it's a new thing. Okay, I like that. Who is your worst week ever winner? Um, Ian Ziering, because he was like in that massive street brawl. <laughs> Wait, I don't know any about this. You need to fill me in. Oh my god, you know Ian Ziering, obviously nine hundred two and zero. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he was on Hollywood Boulevard, which actually this is like right by my house, and um, he was like in his car, and I guess these bikers, like I guess they like were getting too close to his car or something like that. Like I, after the first like two or three articles, I stopped clicking on them because TMZ has like a million of them. I'm like enough, but. Basically, he like got out of his car and he got into this like brawl with a few of these bikers and it was just him. And then he ended up kind of escaping by like running across the street and getting away from him. And his like daughter was there in the car and they like <gasps> smashed his car windshield. It was so crazy. I did not know his daughter was left in the car. I hope she's like. Old. Oh, she's good. She's good. Yeah. And yeah, I did see one scene because you're so right. TMZ had all these different angles that you can watch. I guess like there was just so many people out watching this, but he was just like literally kicking the man back, like running, trying to run away from like these bikers, which I don't know. I kind of want to know what started it because I know he has a history of just being very gracious. Well, apparently it was unprovoked, but I don't really know. And also, I'm like, why are all these people watching from different angles and nobody was helping? (laughs) That is 2023. (laughs) I would just be like, I don't know what I would do. I'll do something, I guess. I don't know. And also, I'm like, it was right by my house. Why why wasn't I there to see it? Yeah. Don't you hate that when you're like, I live right there. Why was where was I? 
Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> There's so many situations. I mean, it's gonna sound really bad. On Christmas Eve, I was like on Skid Row, um, handing out donations and like feeding homeless whatnot. And then as soon as I left, my friend that was still there texted me and was like, "Someone just got stabbed." And I was like, "Why the fuck did I miss this?" <laughs> no, not on Christmas Eve. Yeah. On Baby Jesus' birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, but I said I missed it. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. So I can't wait to put this on the show notes, guys, because I did see this everywhere during the Christmas break. The fact that he had to fight these bikers off, and I hope he's okay. I hope, I mean, I don't know how 90210 streaming um, payroll is nowadays, but I hope I mean, that he's able not to that get well, a car. We've seen Tory Spellings, so this fight situation. <laughs> Oh, do we know an update on Tori Spelling at all? Because I saw her with Flavor Flav at a red carpet and I was like, surreal life when? Like, when will this happen? Oh, yeah. No, uh, that was kind of the last thing I saw, too. And obviously, like, after the summer and her being in the RV and all of that, uh, I think she is bouncing back. I know she's like a different rental home. I think she was working on something. I don't know. This is just like, that's a mess. It's That's a such mess. a mess. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on with her ex-husband because he seems to be living off fine having a girlfriend right now. Like, Well, I wouldn't say fine because apparently he's like living off of like EBT and like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it all seems insane. Yeah. No, I, I just feel bad for the kids. Yeah. And there's a lot of them. A lot of them. Yes. There's a hundred if there's a child. oh yeah there is a child you're right like an elementary school age it's all it's it's all a mess but um yes i don't think they're getting paid that well but ian seems to be i i am had sharknado money i guess which i don't who knows that what that was but at least it was consistent and um yeah he got into a brawl here's to 2024 and i hope the 90210 cast is doing better <laughs> well because i was literally just thinking about this too because i was like okay this is dark but i was like luke perry died and then i saw like the iron zero thing i was like oh fuck shannon doherty's like on an Alyssa milano hunt right now like which we all kind of knew Alyssa milano like wanted her off charmed and now there's been proof that yes Oh, I wasn't gonna say that. I'm like, we know Alyssa Milano's a comp, but fucking Chan Doherty's like dying. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, that's not good. And then Tori Spelling poor. Um, I forget there's another one I was thinking of. Yeah, so hopefully, um no well, more. Dying. And also the one who starred with Amanda Bynes. Um, I am Jenny Garth, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in that show together. Yes. Um, she is not. A very nice person from what I've heard with fans going up to her, which is oh, like just a bummer. Nice. Yeah. She just, her face doesn't look nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? She just like doesn't look like she's a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. No. Which is like, I should have known, you know, you should have known. Yes. Should've that was known. my work. That was my worst week ever. That's a great worst. worst week ever winner. My worst week ever winner is a little dark, but I don't know. Like, I feel like it's the best week for Paula Abdul as well. Nigel Lithgo just got um, slammed with some lawsuits, not only with Paula Abdul, with other two women who worked in reality shows with him. He's done um, So You Think You Can Dance, worked with American Idol alongside with Simon. And we all know that American Idol started off with Paula Abdul. 
And yeah, it's, first of all, I just want to start off with, I watch um, Dancing with the Stars and this past season, of course, we had Ariana Maddox. She was amazing in it. But Paula Abdul, the way that she appeared one episode, I want to say it was the Britney Spears episode or a music video episode in the season. But that woman does not age whatsoever. She looks absolutely stunning and gorgeous and literally like she has not been touched for 15 years. I don't know what she's doing, but I want to do whatever she's doing. But she has, yeah, filed a lawsuit against Lithgow, who apparently sexually assaulted her behind closed doors. And, you know, because she was a comeback star, she did not want to ruffle any feathers and didn't say anything about her interaction with this higher executive and yeah, she just kept being harassed by this person. And I think it's great for her, for her to have her voice back because the fact that he came back with his um, quote when this whole thing was happening, he got quoted saying that we all know that Paula Abdul has a history of being manic. I'm paraphrasing here, but the fact that he used that against her as his comeback is absolutely disgusting and I am just here for the whole Paula Abdul comeback I feel like she doesn't get her flowers that she deserves she was the one who choreographed with Janet Jackson in the late 80s early 90s and with Prince like I don't know I just love Paula Abdul so much what are your thoughts on this have you heard about this at all I have heard. I don't think you're gonna like my thoughts. Oh my god! Okay, I I know. I love I know. a rebuttal. <laughs> um, no, I'm somebody. I'm very much like let's not. I, I'm I'm innocent until proven guilty. I think we're just so quick to whatever, and I'm always like, listen, the very world could have happened. We don't know that. But we're so quick to, and then I think ever since like the Me Too movement that entire time, we're so quick. We've now. This is the fucking problem with this country. It's always two extremes to go the other side and be like, oh my God, yes, blah, 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 blah. Because obviously the issue before is that, like, I guess, you know, victims weren't being believed enough or women were afraid to come forward and things like that. And now it's just the extreme opposite. So I'm like, listen, you don't know what happened. And to be honest with you, I'm like, she was a drunk slob kebab during that time. So, and I think <laughs> this is very, I mean, my sister always talk about this too. She's like, yeah, you're drunk, you're doing those things and whatever. And you're, you're, you get touchy feel with people. And then you're like, wait, this happened, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, what were you doing? And so, you know, we don't know. We really don't know. But I'm definitely not quick to be like, oh, my God, he did this and blah, 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 especially when and that's why I actually kind of liked his rebuttal because I'm like, she was literally drunk the entire time. I mean, I will never forget. She is the person who came out with the sparkly tumbler. And like, little did I know she was not drinking water. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, she was like blackout city the whole time. So I'm like, guys, let's. Yeah. I know, but when you think about it, how many auditions that they had to go through, I mean, wouldn't you be hitting the bottle a little bit? I mean, oh, I, 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm sipping a hard kombucha as we're sitting here just because, you know, it's a podcast, <laughs> whatever, just one. But um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, you never know. Yeah, no, it was a worst week winner just because I, he looks grimy to me anyway. He does look grimy. Well, I will like say that. <laughs> And I don't like Simon Cowell. And I've always been a Paula Abdul girl. So I'm just like, you know what? 
I'm going to give my flowers to her because she's had a rough journey. If you've ever followed Paula Abdul's life, like you said, she was a mess in the early 2000s. And American Idol, like, I don't know if they have footage. If you can go back to watching season one with the whole Kelly Clarkson, you see the whole like, yeah, but Paula was kind of washed up and they were trying to like gain her career back with this TV reality show. Yeah, no, I remember it in terms of like the media and how it was all portrayed. I did not watch American Idol because I'm not like a fan of those type of shows, but which is also why I don't watch Dancing, in the, uh, Dancing with the Stars. But um, yeah, I'm always just like, listen, if that was the case and that did happen, then good for her. Girl, get your justice, get your money, get your everything. Um, She does seem super nice and lovely. I, we just don't know. We just don't know. And I'm never quick to be like, this person's lying, this person's lying, that person's guilty, that person's bad, blah, blah, blah. I think it's just that's the real issue in this day and age it's two extremes yeah no but just this goes across politics everything it's just always it's we've gone too extreme yeah i've i just always i've since i was a kid i wanted to be a backup dancer so like paula abdul and debbie she was with debbie allen at the time too like janet jackson like those women were like idols to me as a kid so I hope Paula's doing great nowadays. Like I said, she looks amazing now. So I hope she's like in a, I wonder if she's like in a very uh, therapeutic stage where she's just releasing everything now. And this is just like one of the steps to it. You know what I mean? I get, no, I hope that is the case again. Like yeah. I, that's really, <laughs> I, I'm just never quick to jump down the accused throats. And there's all of a sudden like this like mountain of evidence. You're like, oh my God, but it's completely different. But yeah, something like this and it gets called out and whatever. You're like, okay, let's, let's see what happened. Then again, she did seem wasted all the time. She was. <laughs> so we are now going on to our best week ever category. Best week ever honorable mentions. I'll go first. I have to give it to my girl Shakira having a statue in my mother's holy land. Cause my mom is from Barranquilla, Colombia. And they have put this 21 foot tall bronze beautiful statue in the city of Barranquilla and there has been hilarious tweets memes comparing her to the Liberty statue but um, one of my favorite tweets was probably where like you know ages from now like in century of the future like when the world is probably like a hidden desert and human life is coming back. I'm hoping that they see this statue and like praise Shakira as our goddess in say like year 40, 50 or something crazy like that. But I had to give it a best week honorable mention for sure. Have you I seen the statue? I have not, but I'm a Shakira to me. I'm like, that girl is incredible. Her dancing her body her music everything like something about her is just incredible her i feel like just her energy in general i'm like yeah so i really i like shakira and it's literally like dressed as the music video of whenever wherever so like or maybe she like um hips don't lie because she just has like a, a bikini top and like a syringe around her but yeah it's gorgeous and yeah pk you still suck. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm a fan of her. Did you have anyone up for your best week ever honorable mentions? 
Yes, I did. Okay, so my my best week ever was. Let's oh just just go. I'm sorry. I was trying to close things off because my phone was dying, <laughs> and then now I just exited the whole fucking thing. Hold on one second, because I know who my number one is. Oh, sorry, it was Christina Aguilera. Um, because I don't know if you saw, she was at her show in Vegas, and I'm telling you, the girl looks 22. She looks incredible. She does. She definitely, and I don't want to Ozempic shame, but she has definitely taken that route because she has been performing for a while and out of nowhere now she is like back to the OG Christina Aguilera days. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm somebody that like roots for Christina only because she was over always overshadowed for Britney and I'm always um kind of under this guise, which is that they had two completely different careers. Christina is a vocalist. Britney's a performer. It's so different. And so mm-hmm. it's so frustrating that she got overshadowed because they came out at the same time and they're, they were the same age when they were just different. They're just different. Very different. And yeah, you're, she's still overshadowed to this day. A hundred percent. The first thing that people want to ask her is about Britney Spears. It drives me nuts. And I don't blame her when she has a response where she's eggy about it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, when is this ever going to stop for her? Oh, she's better than I. If that were me, I would literally like, stop fucking asking this fucking question. Yeah, no, she, you can tell that she had to like hold back a bit during the whole Britney movement because she's just like whatever I say it's like damn if I do damn if I, I was do. just gonna say she'll get slammed and it's like guys come on also I do not support I I'm a b- big Britney fan um there's actually nothing more annoying to me at this point than these insane Britney fans and it's like guys let her talk stop slamming her like this it's all ridiculous yeah no I also don't like I mean I don't know. I'm very much one of the fans of Britney where I'm like, let her do whatever the fuck she wants. I don't really care what she's doing in social media. Same. Do whatever, do whatever the it, fuck she wants. Exactly. So I just don't want like the same thing with Christina Aguilera where I'm like, she looks so fucking amazing. I just don't want her to be bombarded with all this negative shit of her still being pinned against each other, Britney and Christina. Yeah, I agree. It's all silly. I love that. Yeah, she looked amazing, guys. I can't wait to put that up on our show notes. Another best week ever honorable mention. I have to give it to Tajari P. Henson, who literally fired her whole entire management crew because of the treatment and also of what happened after six seasons being an empire. There wasn't really anything left over for her. I mean, I don't know if you were there during the whole hype of Empire 2015 to 2020. It was it got like um, held up after the whole COVID um, happened in the whole entire world. But um, Empire was one of the TV shows that got abruptly canceled. And yeah, there were six seasons of it. It was super hyped up. It was super popular. Everyone loved Cookie, who to Rosh, to I feel like I'm saying her name wrong. I think it's Taraji. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, but her coming on on a interview where she was basically saying that they don't treat you well in Hollywood. And as a black actress, she is always going to be working till the day she dies. And 
I cried. Like there was tears running down my face because I was like, I've been seeing you since I was a kid. What do you mean you haven't gotten a raise since 1996? Do you like 1996 is like 30 years ago. You have not gotten a raise and you've been in the color purple. She's been in like um, Disney movies. Like I just cannot believe that she laid it all out. I felt like I was watching a masterclass of like being a woman and being in the industry and being a woman of color in the industry and just seeing those real tears of her working so hard and just she will be working till the day she dies. I thought it was just really enlightening for her. And I feel like more actors should come out and be more real about how hard it is to work in this industry. I know Sydney Sweden, uh, Sydney Sweeney came out um, a couple years ago. And I always mention this because she got backlash so badly about just how much money it takes to be relevant, to pay your team. And um, yes, like she's an actress on screen, but she can also be poor by the end of the month. And I just thought that more stories should be shown in this way. And um, yeah, it's the best week honorable mention for sure to mention on today's episode. Did you see this at all? Yeah, I didn't listen to the interview. Um, but I saw obviously all the news articles about it and I did not watch Empire, but I was very aware of the hype around it at the time. Yeah, no, it's a great show. I feel like I need to do a rewatch now. <laughs> yeah, I don't for some reason. I don't know. I just like didn't wasn't into it. It, it. I don't know why. Just no. I'm hoping those um viewerships go back to her. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Sadly, I don't think they do. I don't think so. Yes. With this day and age of streaming. I know that really fucks everyone over. I know. I know. And I know not to get off tangent, but I just saw this week about Amazon Prime now having commercials and you have to upgrade to a $2.99 special. And it's just like, can we go back to cable, please? I, I'm telling you, I have no tolerance. Like, I can't do it anymore. My like main one that I pay for is Hulu and that's just skyrocketing and I cannot do ads. Like I just, I don't have the tolerance for it. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, but I'm paying so much money. I actually just let go of Hulu. Oh. Like me and my husband went down and I was like, Peacock is winning me right now. And like the Hulu was the one that we watched the least, unfortunately. Okay. No, I think it's the most, like, Peacock's definitely close. And I'm sure at this point, Peacock has stuff that's on Hulu anyways. So I could revisit. Yeah. Yeah. Did Most you have anyone else oh, sorry. best week honorable mention? Not honorable mention, just I just did like an as I did with the worst, just honorable mention or like runner up, sorry, and then best. Just because I feel like honestly, I didn't think it was like a crazy week. It was kind of like coming mm -hmm. off the holidays. So it's kind of like, uh... no, we're still like schlepping. <laughs> we're we're still schlepping. I'm like, let's get yeah. moving. You know, this always happens, though. It's kind of like, yeah, let's get moving. And then all of a sudden, by like the last week of January, or like the first week of February is when like a big thing happens, like when like Chloe and Tristan stuff happen. You know what I mean? Like it's always kind yeah. of comes right starting in February or the end of January. Um, That is very true. Yeah. But I, my best week ever, just like not runner up, but just like the one that I chose was Gypsy Rose. <laughs> Well, of course, but things are getting, not to sound like NeNe Leaks, but things are getting weird. <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw I her saw, I know message. exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. 
I know. I just saw. I was like, Gypsy, don't say that. Um, I want to say earlier in the month of December, I put her as my best week ever because she is being released. I want to say it was probably earlier than that, October. Yeah, I think that was when. Actually, I think it was September when they when she was granted parole. It was either like very early October, late September. Yeah, and I definitely was like super excited for her release, but now it's getting weird with the whole Beyonce post, and now the Stassi relationship to Vanderpump Rules, like. I don't know if you've seen that part. That's just internet people reaching and being like, oh my God, she's related to, <laughs> guess what? If you look fucking two feet away, I'm related to Denzel Washington. Like it all, who the fuck knows? Like, come on. <laughs> um, so that's not what's weird to me. But uh, more so, it was like, yes, of course, I'm so happy for her. I mean, if you have seen, I post a ton. I'm like, oh my God, Gypsy, all this stuff. And I was very excited for it. Um, I'm more so like, it's just sometimes things get too much and then you get burnt out and then you get overexposed and that's just a whole issue in general. And I'm kind of like, just give it a second. I wish she was still just like kind of doing her thing, hiding, not posting, like just, just chill for a second. I feel like it's very her. Cause she's a Gen Zer, isn't she? Like she's everything. No, she's millennial. She's 32. Oh my God. I know. That's what's so crazy. We don't realize, but she looked like this young little kid because she was, you know. Yeah. No, you're so right. I feel like I'm being Natalia Grace right now. Oh my God. I I actually need to watch watch the latest one, Natalia Speaks. It's on my list. I know. I can't believe it's a six part series because it's like, what? Fuck, six parts? (laughs) Uh, I like love that, but I'm also like, God damn, let's get it over in three. Like, how much more information do we need? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, but back to Gypsy Rose. Um, yeah, she's been released. Happy that for her. I mean, if you haven't seen or read up, heard podcast stories about her story and what has happened to her incident with her mom, like, I don't know what to do to to help you guys, but like Gypsy Rose, I honestly believe has been innocent through all of that, and. I don't know. I just have this little protectiveness over her where I'm just like, okay, you're 32 now that I know that now. And yeah, to post every bit of what's happening to your life right now, I'm just like, let's rein it down a little bit. Let's wind it down. I'm sure there's also people in her ear being like, hey, blah, 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 because uh, she is gaining followers rapidly and it will all be a money thing. And then with the documentary and viewership for that, because it all translates and whatever. But yeah, it's all tough. And then I'm also like this fucking poor girl had her entire life stolen from her and then went to prison. And so this is literally the first time in 32 years that she's like living. And I have a lot of empathy for that and a lot of understanding there. So um, teach their own. It's more so I, I'm more so uh, just for like the sake of her, the public not getting burned out by her. I'm like, Gyps, let me baby girl. Let's just chill for a second so that people still love. Like, I, I just don't want backlash for her i'm like she can't handle that she's just my sweet like innocent soul yeah and, innocent of- meaning of course like she was a part of a you know murder scheme but that uh, yeah. warranted warranted <laughs> a part of me is like you should have your own personal account to do messages like that and have like a nut like have your public account because like i like I loved it when the whole conspiracy, like, oh, she's going to the same game as Taylor Swift. They're going to meet up. Like, I love that whole behind the scenes joke 
of it all in Twitter. But yeah, when it comes to like her personal life of who she's dating and like, I don't know, I'm just like protective of her not, I don't know, like just very gullibleness. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I think it's more from a protective standpoint for sure. I'm just mm-hmm. like gypsy girl, <laughs> like gyps. So, you know, but regardless, she got out of prison after seven years um, of a 10 year sentence. And yeah, she literally never was able to do anything for that. And and listen, she even says it too. She regrets it. Like, should she have murdered her mother? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Does she know that she shouldn't have? Yes, which is that's great as well. No, However, I, really, yeah, she, I, th- I think she just didn't see a way out. And that's what I, where, where I go. Yeah, I really do believe that she did not want her mother to die where like you 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 see it in interviews um just like uh, like yeah just very naiveness I think she just wanted to get out and didn't know what to do what would have what to do after that whole thing happened you know what I mean well yeah and I th- I think she didn't know about how to go about getting her arrested and charged and being like hey this is false and blah 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 because her mom was the one that was saying like, no, this is all happening. So it's almost like, how would she have gotten out? And maybe if there, you know, kind of was a, a way for her to like whistleblow, then she could have, but yeah, she's like in this fucking wheelchair. She's got her teeth ripped out her salivary glands or whatever, like all this crazy shit. The, the fact that she just tormented her body. It's like, yes, that woman should have then been in prison for the rest of her life. Yeah. Um, she shouldn't have been snapped to death, but <laughs> you know things happen maybe don't fucking make your daughters ill and all this stuff and stuck in a wheelchair for 30 years or whatever at the point it's like 20 years but still i would just love to see gypsy rose at like some sort of reality tv show the one that jojo and tom sandoval recently did together maybe or like some celebrity big brother I just have so much high hopes for her, but also at the same time where I'm just like, we need to protect this little one. No, I mean, I'd say, man, uh, yeah, I think that's, what's that show called again? It was like a something force, like task yeah, force. special forces, right? Special forces, special forces. Um, that I thought you were going to say, I really just want to see Gypsy Rose at the club. And I was going to be like, <laughs> me too. Um, like, I mean, I would not, I would not bad and I I would love it if I saw her at the club and she was like a bottle service or something coming with the sign like hey incredible <laughs> so I was thinking that but yeah if we could put her on like a hmm. I was thinking like big brother celebrity and try to like use those legs after the wheelchair well it's a better <laughs> story yeah <laughs> Makes the story even better. I'm sure she'll get on there. Let's not, let's not get, well, actually, I don't know. They might be pushing it in terms of like middle America. Oop, did you drop? Oh, I don't hear you. You cut Are you cut oh, out? I hear you now. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You heard, I, I heard middle America. I'm oh sorry. yeah. Just saying like, those people might be a little bit like, oh my God, like, you know, you're putting a murderer on there and all this stuff. And so I think she might say like the A&E TLC, TLC um, lifetime route uh, yeah. with like additional documentaries, maybe on like Hulu, Pe- Peacock and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah. No, I don't I've... know if ABC's down for that. 
Well, I'm hoping for a great year for Gypsy Rose. It's just the beginning. And I'm hoping at the end of this year, I'm still rooting for Gypsy Rose. We I we need to be. I really my my heart cannot handle it. that's the thing. I can't my heart cannot handle her facing backlash, which is like the biggest thing. Yeah. So I mean, but at the same time, she did face seven years in prison and a murder charge. So maybe she can handle it. Truly, yes. <laughs> I feel like um prison has really set her up for some accomplishments to overpass that. Yeah, you know, as prison does. I mean, it also does lack, you know, setting up for basic things in society, but that's why she's got a husband. So she's good to go. Yeah. So for my best week ever runner up, I'll be quick with this, but I don't know if you saw this. It's been viral. It went everywhere this past week. But the Wilton Manors couple goes viral after a meltdown at the airport in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, B-19, Charlotte, North Carolina. I, my brother lives out there, so I'm hoping that I do see that gate exit. But during the holidays, I guess some flights got canceled and this couple was being um, videotaped from like people who were waiting for their flights. And it's just hilarious to see this couple fighting in public and the... <laughs> One of the men was saying, like, can you think about the girls, Shelby and Dolly? And if you are not a fan of Magnolia Steel, you don't know the whole um, story of Dolly Parton and Shelby, who is played by Julia. Oh, my God. Why am I? Julia Roberts. I'm blanking out a little bit. I'm like, anyway. the Julia? <laughs> The I think it's really funny that they called Dolly Dolly and Shelby. <laughs> even though they're in that movie together. But yeah, I just loved that this went viral and the, the fuck off, like, fuck you, bitch, really laid me out at the end of this viral video. And there's actually a part two. I don't know if you saw the part two, but did you hear about this couple arguing in the Charlotte airport and they're talking about their dogs, which threw me back flashback to um the best in show movie and there was memes about that as well but any thoughts about this viral that went everywhere during the holidays oh i mean i absolutely saw it. i think what this is what drives me nuts then is then like it gets beat to death this is my big issue with like i feel like it's like gay twitter i'm like well, why do i follow these people but i do um i guess i'm a part of it as well but like they'll just beat it to death and by the next day i'm like enough everything's like the girls the girls making these memes like the girls and i'm like enough so i don't like that and then the other aspect to it is um i always feel bad because then like these people are kind of probably gonna lose their jobs you think so because i yeah. saw them smiling in an article and it looked like they were interviewed for it and i was like oh maybe this won't be so bad for them Okay, well, if that's the case, I think it depends. But a lot of times when stuff like that happens, I'm like, no, like you're just I, I just think sometimes like there's definitely moments of mine where I'm like, I'm very glad that nobody has blasted this. Um, So, yeah. No, I totally get your standpoint. And also the enough, like very Taylor Armstrong. Enough. Literally like enough, <laughs> enough. Like after day two, I was like, I'm good. Um, But I will say yeah, when he snapped and said the fuck off, that was the best part. It's so funny he's like well fuck off bitch it's uh, guys i'll put the clip in this whole entire episode um but 
to um talk about what you were talking about of the overexposure of it all that's how i feel about jacob lordy's bathwater and oh. i feel like i am being such a hater but it's literally been shoved down my throat so much where i'm just like okay enough i'm gonna say all things jacob lordy and i think he's like whatever but there's just i think maybe the the perspective on him has been beaten to death like he, he's getting like princess die vibes and blah, blah blah i just all this <laughs> i'm like enough it's the same picture of him doing the same thing um that's the issue with the internet i guess is that once people grab it they beat it to death it's very gatekeeper of us i know they you're do. from new Nor are you from northern new jersey uh i'm from central jersey okay so like mendham around there no um i'm from hillsborough which is ooh. Kind of yeah, it sounds like it is. Uh, it's near like Somerville, Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's very central. I always tell people because I'm like, no, and New Jersey really is three parts. It's north, it central, is. and south. Yeah, I yeah. am from North Jersey, so I oh. always, I always tell people where I'm like north and South Jersey is very California. Like <laughs> South Jersey will be rooting for Philadelphia Eagles, and Northern New Jersey will be rooting for Jets and Giants. But it yeah. is entirely different. And like South Jersey, that when they refer to the city, they're referring to Philadelphia, and we're like, oh, we're going to the city. We're talking about New York City, and that's I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess part of Central gets split. I guess I'm like Central, but I'm like the North side of the Central. Um, and so to us, like the city's New York City. Um. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. say down the shore in Central Jersey? I yes, always we do. Okay. We still say down the shore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always thought about that because I've had friends from Mendham and um, yeah, I always wondered if they called it down the shore because it's right across from you guys. Yeah. And I feel like even like the closest beach to where I was technically even like we never went to that one uh, was probably only like 30, 35 minutes. Nice. Yeah. But yes, being New Jerseyans, I feel like we are gatekeepers. Like we're very like niche when it comes to like, oh my God, that got overplayed. So not cool. I don't know if you feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, yes. Trust me. Trust yeah. me. Trust me. There's just a lot of that. Yeah, no, that's exactly. Yeah. So I totally feel about the girls viral video. I mean, if it didn't get overplayed, I can totally see you see you like saying enough. That's how I feel about the bathwater. But after seeing it just luckily a couple times on my feed i thought it was pretty hilarious with the whole shelby and dolly yeah yeah i think i just i, I think just um, even i guess maybe upon seeing it initially maybe i saw it no i don't even want to say a little bit late um maybe just as i first saw it there were already so many like different memes and jokes and tweets about it that i'm almost like let me just consume this like with fresh eyes and i it really ruined it for me oh my god and this is such a great segue for my best week ever winner because I feel like that's almost going to get up to that point. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I knew you were going to say this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Did you see the final episode? Yeah. So, honestly, I thought about putting this in the best week ever, but I, I like excluded it because I thought it was more about, like, people. That's what I mean. So, like, otherwise, this definitely would have been number one as well. No, girl. We talk all – I feel like I talk a little bit too much Bravo, but it's literally – I consume it a lot. I follow a lot of my podcaster friends, as you all know, who recap on Bravo TV shows. So I am fully knee deep in with the whole Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. 
I am one of those fans. I'm, I don't want to say I'm a stan, but I still honestly, I love Monica, guys. I'm sorry. She brought it this season on the finale. And I feel like if it wasn't for her story, there wouldn't be that much of a big season. Granted, these women can hold up on their own. But like when Monica wasn't there last season and Jen Shaw, like I just felt like we saw a lot of different um characters from the women being away from Jen Shaw this season and I don't know if like the whole Monica story like made it better but I loved this season I loved what Monica brought to the series of being the reality Bontiste she actually owned up in the story in my opinion I really did think that she owned up to the story and tried to explain her side of the story of how she's like yes me and other people were part of this like burn book account and I don't know guys if you go back and see this account is specifically targeting Jen Shaw so I don't understand why the women are so up in arms about this account because it targets just Jen Shaw it doesn't really touch base on the other women but then again I wasn't in it when people were talking about this last season with this account. But did you want to weigh in a little bit more on what happened on the last episode and what you think made it the best week ever for these ladies and your opinions on these women? Yeah, I mean, I actually did not like I'm somebody and somebody just said the other day, like, you're not a real Bravo fan. I'm like, I guess I'm I'm not. I never claimed to be because I will give things a chance, but if I don't like it, I don't watch it. Whereas a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, the season was bad, but I still watch it anyways. It's like, no, I'm not going to watch something I don't fucking like. It's so stupid. Um, So I actually did not watch the last three seasons. And when I say I didn't watch, it means like I gave each one a chance, maybe one to two to maybe three episodes. But no, I was like, I don't like this. I just didn't like the vibe. I just didn't like it. Um, And I really want to like it, actually, because when I... This is a year. A few years ago, I was at like the season fifteen premiere of Orange County, and I met Heather Gay there. And this is before the show came out, but I think we knew it was coming out, and we had a great time. And I was like, okay, yes, I want to watch and support. And I was just like, I don't, I'm not into this. Um, and then again, so this season again, season four, I was like, okay, I'll watch it from episode one. I literally, if you go back in my tweets, I literally would just tweet Monica Garcia. Period. <laughs> and like things, things like that. And I was just like, oh, my fucking God. And what I would say is that she kind of has the issue of like, she's clearly somebody that also is like tries too hard and wants to do it for the cameras. But she what saves her is that as much as she tries too hard and tries for the cameras and all that, she also doesn't realize that she's so unhinged in another way that comes across that almost like overlaps that whereas you have somebody like Whitney who clearly tries too hard and just wants to be on camera and like just is not built for it like sweetie you're not built for this um so you're I'm like you're just fucking annoying so there was that and I was like okay I was like so the whole time I was like I know she's trying too hard and so now it makes a lot of sense that she was also behind this whole thing because it is a little like campy and a little it, part of me is like this is a little too close so I'm like I don't think we should be having this on the show like like a Bravo fan account However, I'm also like, this was so fucking wild and so appreciated. But then on the other hand, I'm so afraid that she shot herself in the foot because I'm like, how the fuck can she come back now? Like, I literally don't see how that's possible. So I'm like, did you take it too far? But if that were the case, did you take it too far? But gave us like one fucking 
bam, amazing season. And then you go off to do something else because I just don't know how she can come back from this. And I also think that like, yeah, the account was definitely targeting Jen Moore. I don't think it targeted the other ladies super a lot. However, I see their point of just being like, even if it didn't say anything about them, it's just creepy to be like, oh, why you're running this creepy fan account? Like, it's bizarre. But the other time, also like Monica, this is so iconic. Like, it's just, I, it's a, a, a wild array of emotions. And then even like, I was getting a lot of DMs from last night until today being like, what's your thoughts? And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm trying to come up with them. I'm trying to come up with them. And then I think I was just kind of like, I have so much to say. And yet I'm speechless because it's just, there's so much to the situation. It's not just like, oh yeah. Yeah. So, so much. I mean, there's a lot of layers too. When you talk about how these women responded to Jen Shaw's criminal past of what she did that got her into jail compared to how they're treating Monica for just being a troll on account against someone who is committing those crimes. It's just like, who, who are you really like mad about? Like, what are you really mad at? Like, you should be more mad at like your friend taking advantage of elderly people than like this person who is trying to take down the person who is taking advantage of elderly people. No, and I a hundred percent agree. I'm like, this anger doesn't seem directed or warranted mm -hmm. towards this person in comparison to the other. Had they gone, had they raised hell against Jen and then had this reaction and be like, okay, but comparatively speaking, you're like, okay, this is wild. I guess if I were to try to look at their point of view, it was that Jen didn't do those things to them. And rather this was done to them and it would feel weird that she like infiltrated the group and be like wait this is so creepy like i even have a thing about that and i i even say this for like with just people that are like just bravo i, I mean i'm not even ever somebody that like unless i was like paid to be there i would of course go to BravoCon, but i'm not like gonna like show up to BravoCon and be like i'm like weirded out by like creepy fan stuff and like there's a reason i'm like i don't have like a bravo fan account um of course i like you know post random things or whatever but i'm not like fan i don't fan out over things it's weird i don't even want to meet people that i am a fan of like people know like oh i love lana del rey's music i'm not like oh i want to meet her like it's just it's all weird to me um okay. so when people are such fans and then if like that fan game i'm like this is creepy um i even find it kind of weird when my friend says this uh who like you know you whatever who runs bar account where i'm like it's a little like too much when you're like running this like Bravo fan account and you're trying to like go meet them all. I'm like, it's, it's weird. I'm so much like, I don't give a fuck to meet them. In fact, I don't really want to because it's, I don't, I just want to watch on TV as a character. I don't want to fucking know who you are. Um, So there's like that, like weird aspect of it. But then I try to say, well, it was good entertainment, but it is a little weird. It's actually pretty fucking weird. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I get really awkward and I'm very much as like you don't want to meet your heroes because you get really disappointed there's been a couple run-ins where I was just like oh it's not as what I expected and it's because like you hold so much expectations in that moment but going well, back I'm sorry oh no continue I would say no, especially in the case of reality TV. It's not yes. like you're watching like this person who like oh played this amazing character it was like Buffy or whatever it's like no I, I don't want to meet my heroes because people are not heroes. They're actually fucking losers, but it's great to watch <laughs> on TV. But I'm literally like, you're a clown. I don't want to meet you. I want to watch you. I want to watch you be a fucking idiot and a total fucking loser. But yeah, I don't want to meet you. No, I say this all the time. And I think I t recently tweeted this too. It's like, yes, I love my housewives, but they're terrible people. <laughs> like, of I course. don't ever, 
Like, and granted, like, they're terrible people, but for some reason, they are still incredible mothers when it comes to their stories and narratives with their children. I don't want to see a good person on the show. I'm like, what are you guys talking <laughs> about? Like, there, I get a lot of flack for this, too. Like, my number one housewife is Ramona Singer. I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots. Like, you do not realize that this woman is amazing, incredible TV. She's a monster. It's the best television I've ever seen. I could watch her do anything do i ever want to even have to be stuck in an elevator with her no, no. <laughs> would i ever want to serve her dinner i would blow my head off i would blow her head off no uh, that would be such a terrible day for me to have horrible. her in my section horrible but yeah like though that's what i want to watch and that's why those shows were so good and what's happened and i think that's too like uh, and i've really fallen off of like bravo over the years and i've somewhat like made a little comeback is that all these idiots like get them off the show they're doing this and i'm like you guys are so dumb that's what yeah. made the show so good even if you look back at all the great reality tv of like the early 2000s that's why it was all so good um so yeah i think bravo fans are some of the i guess sometimes you'd be like oh they're smart because i like figure things out but they're also some of the dumbest fucking people in the world when you think about how hypocritical and contrary they are in their opinions and viewpoints and perspectives of these people and these people on these shows because i'm like do you want to watch a good show or not what do you want out of this yeah oh i'm from like we're from jersey we have teresa judice like fans that are i've they are the most unhinged out of and please don't come after me guys i love teresa judice please don't come after me but they are the most unhinged fans that i've seen on twitter Oh, no, it's almost like how we said to her. I was like, I'm a big fan of Britney Spears. Like, you know, love her so much. But I'm like, her fans are insane. You could still be a fan of this person and not be like insane. Also, even in the terms of fandom, and I have said this quote many times where it's like, I don't stand anybody besides myself. Um, because the whole idea of like standing someone, it's this blind, like, and you're defending them. You sound like I'm, you sound deranged. You sound <laughs> truly like, like 5150 level. And it's like, guys, yeah, I like this person too, but like, this is so crazy. Um, yeah. And that's the thing too. I think I was like a part of the Bravo conversation more so like five, six years ago. And the fans for me ruined it. No, I hear you because I always, especially with the Roni reboot, I don't know if you've seen it, but like, honestly. Didn't care for it. I couldn't, I watched one episode. I was like, nope. Well, I'm the commentary alone on Twitter was just like, oh, my God, get these um certain women off next season, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, OK, I love to hate this woman, <laughs> um, Aaron Leachy, but I would love to see her on season two. I am like very much like a hate watcher person where I'm just like, yes, I am totally agreeing with you guys. But like, I would love to see her stay on for the following season. I am never like we need to take it down. You know. So I, I'm always like on that same page of, of like in that situation. However, I will say none of those women should be back. Um, And to me, Erin <laughs> Leachy, sometimes there's people like that, though, where it's like um, to me, she's an example of she's a shitty person, but she's also shitty TV. Yeah. Um. So really that's is. kind of how I feel. And, and I'm trying to think I can't off the top of my head think of other house of examples in the past, but there are many where it's kind of like, no, 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 no. Um, so. Yeah, that's actually to me the worst comedy. You're just like, oh, you just fucking suck. But I don't even want to I don't even love hate watching you. You're just fucking I just you suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just not a fan of any of that review crap. And I knew it was going to happen to where it came out. And a lot of people were like, oh, I miss my other girls. And it's like, you fucking made that other thing a mess because of all your <laughs> bullshit. People are so 
I'm telling you, as soon as I start going on this, you can probably tell. I'm like, <laughs> you guys are so fucking dumb. I've gone on so many rants about this. I've tweeted so many things. But and and a lot of people have been like, oh my God, you used to be so doubtful, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. And then I realized all of their fans are fucking, I mean, some of the dumbest dirt. You can I I'll look at through comments sometimes and I'm like oh my god oh my god like it makes oh, me oh yeah don't even and, look at the comments and it makes me embarrassed to be a human being so I'm just like you know what guys like I'll like watch what I like if I happen to like it I'll keep watching it like in the privacy of my own home and whatever but like and then like I said I've gotten a little bit more engaged about it now and I still like talking about nostalgic stuff but there's no win or lose with them and it's just yeah well you're so right because I feel like with Mary I feel like fans had amnesia where i was like do i not remember recalling you say that you didn't want mary back and you've had all these problems with mary but now all of a sudden when she came as a friend of the season you're all about mary like i was very like no i've i love a little delulu housewife so mary was always like i'm keeping my eye on this woman and i will like be a a fan I guess but yeah like the fact that all of a sudden people were on her being back I was like wait I remember you just like not wanting to ever see her ever again but okay I'll remember trust me I always said the exact same thing and they've done that with so many (laughs) different people every single time they want them gone and I'm like oh my god you guys are no then you're gonna want them back Mm-hmm. not getting it as soon as they do something that they don't like or whatever it is or they're like this person's a bad person they're like get them off my tv i'm like guys you just realize they're a bad person get them another five seasons that's a great tv unless yeah. you're like said or and, and, and aaron leachy or whatever her name is and then there's those type of examples um it's almost kind of that like teddy-ish energy Ugh. uh just like a fucking loser narc very like, loser-ish just like <laughs> Oh, yeah. I always I've said this too, where it's just like not a cool bone in her body, not a single cool bone in her body. Um, That makes so much so much sense with her dad being who he is, too. (laughs) Living in his shadow of being cool. And that (laughs) mouth of her. I have a big thing about how sometimes how people speak and like her (laughs) teeth are exploding out of her face. She can't close her mouth. Her Her upper lip is so trying to like like a, a tent trying to cover a family inside with the family being her teeth and i'm just i can't even watch it and she's got like she talks like she's got a wad of spit in her mouth and she's like, I, 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 I can't do it i can't so same same thing with me but i don't know if you're watching real housewives ultimate girls trip but like kelly ben simone <laughs> gives me like joker mouth where she's like yeah i don't know yeah, she she does actually. I so funny because I am not watching. And I watched like the first episode or two, and I was like, I'm not into this, which is funny because it was my girls back in the day. But I've always said that it wasn't the right formula. I said it before they even started it. I was like, guys, this isn't the right formula. It's the same reason why it stopped working at the end. Anyways, it's a whole other tangent. But um, but yeah, that, I mean, there's a, there's a few people. There's also like, just it's kind of the way. Sometimes it can be with like accents or like their mouths in general or whatever. Um, that's why people are like, oh, have you ever watched Southern Charm? And like, no, I literally cannot stand the way they speak. <laughs> yeah. um, there's there's definitely other some of the house. Oh, like people are like, oh, Miami. So like Lars will say stuff and like she's very with her ass. She's like, yes. very no, like, yes. <laughs> yeah, like, I love talking like Lars says. 
you know, it drives me nuts. So that's, I'm like, I cannot watch this. I cannot watch okay. one scene. I will blow my head off. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we've got Dr. Nicole. Who's like, no, I told, I, I told the same thing. And like, no way. And I'm like, what, who is this girl with marbles and a fucking Twizzler in her mouth? Get her off of it. I can't, I can't do it. No, my favorite is like um, when Washwood Crappens um, impersonates Lisa Hawkstein's voice where she's like, yeah. So much on her raspy voice. I almost hope that they, they never hear this because they actually seem amazing. I know people that are friends <laughs> with them. There's a reason why I can never listen to their podcast because their voices annoy me as well. Because um, of impersonations. It's a lot of them. <laughs> no, no it, it, I, I'm talking about their resting voices, not their oh. not their impressions. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, the impressions is what I can listen to. But yeah, oh, that's that's the thing with Miami. And as a whole, I think most of their voices annoy me. Annoy me. Yeah, yeah, especially. Yeah. Um, oh, I love Andriana too. <laughs> Your I can tolerate hers. Me. Hers is okay. Hers is <laughs> kind of a nice, like, sexy Latina accent, but it's just like some again talking like they've got I marbles know. in their mouth or Lars with those sharp S's. And Kylie Jenner has the same S thing. It drives me nuts. I don't know if it's because like the lips and all that, but it's very, it's very troublesome for me. Uh, Jeff, I had so much fun talking about Housewives, but we are now at the end of my show where I ask my guests what their favorite song is from the early 2000s to 2010. And you came up with the biggest gem that I love. I'm talking punk rock shows from the music video, white tank tops with a tie. You told me 2002, I'm with you, Avril Lavigne is your favorite. Please tell me, why is it your favorite? And where were you when you first heard this song? And so it's when you asked me that, I was like, okay, how am I going to look? Sometimes I do this. I go back into like my iTunes with Jess. Like your iTunes, if you use Apple Music, it's still synced up. So you can look that way and you can sort it by plays. So I'll sort by plays. And I was kind of like, okay, like which ones are 2000s? And I kind of looked in that top thing. And again, it's always one I love. And I was like, yeah, no, that is it. Um, I do not remember where I was when I first heard it. It's one of those things too, I think over time, like, which is so great about it is that I love it more and more all the time. And I feel like it's also something or a song that's been recognized over time more and more, which is great. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, this is a fucking gem. And, um, yeah, to me, it's so timeless. I never get sick of it and God bless. Yeah. I love Avril Lavigne. Like I, watching the music video too i was like oh she was such a baby it was her first album let go like she was i think 16 when she came out with that album and i was so obsessed with her bandmates the boys i don't think she is with those same gentlemen anymore but i was obsessed with the drummer back then and yeah i just love me a good avril lavigne i was in eighth grade when i first heard the song and I was one of those girls who were wore cargo shorts with a white t-shirt, white tank top with a tie. So total yeah. Avril Lavigne fan here. <laughs> oh, I'm a I'm a big Avril fan. So I think that's obviously just like the best one from that. And to me, it's almost like a separate entity because it's or no, she does have a few like slower ones. But um, but yeah, so that was my pick. I'm really glad you appreciate it because me and my friend Garrett, I, we we go to CrossFit together, and we are always riding for Avril, and we're like, guys, go fuck fucking put these albums on you you missed out and hopefully you get it now well that cover album is iconic to me to this day how blurry it is in the background i'm pretty so sure. good yeah yeah i miss that avril i don't know if you believe the whole theory that she is cloned 
Do you have you heard of that one? No, of course not. These fucking idiots. <laughs> I cannot. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's so sad to be. Honestly, it's so. It is so embarrassing to be a human at the moment. Um, <laughs> so embarrassing to exist. Uh, what is your favorite? My favorite two thousands. Um, yeah. I always go back to Jana Jackson. Um, all the girls in my party. Uh, that body. Wait, that this thing. is so <laughs> fucking bizarre that you said that because. If you look at my latest story, I had posted a song. I happen to be just be listening to a few random songs. I don't know why I was listening to them. And I, I, you can, I still have the screenshot. I screenshotted three and I was like, hmm, which one should I post? And one of them was all for you, Janet Jackson. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. So it's so weird. I was about to post it. That music video still lives with me. I know every dance move to this day. I showed it to my toddler actually. And she was like, yeah, mom. And I was like, Still got my Janet Jackson. (laughs) An underrated legend, uh, overshined by her brother. Uh, Overshined by her brother, overshined by Timberwolf. Just, yeah, no, she's never gotten a chance, my poor Janet Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I had so much fun with you tonight. I am so glad you were able to start the new year off with me. Can you please let my listeners know where they can find you? Yes. So on Instagram and Twitter, it's at it's Jeff Epstein on both of them. And um, on my, I think actually it's linked on my Instagram and Twitter is the Patreon link uh, from the Manic Patreon. And um, I actually do a lot of music rankings on there. And then with my siblings, we'll do a lot of different, like we'll do like uh, music rankings as well as like top five Britney songs or like, no, we're like top we'll like rank the circus album or blackout album or whatever, or we'll rank like top 10 nineties uh, movies or whatever. Um, So lots of nostalgia on there for sure. Oh, and you definitely touched base on the crossroads of it all. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there's, there's a little bit of everything. That's why it's called manic. It's truly all over the place. And I feel like I am and um, me and my siblings together. It's, it's actually like a disaster. That's hilarious. Thank you, Jeff, so much for joining my podcast. I hope I can have you on again. And yeah, I hope you guys are having the best week ever. Can you say yes. bye? <laughs> so much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. I'm with